I want to take a second to remind you to sign up for the Poso Daily Brief. It is completely free. It'll be one email that's sent to you every day. You can stop the endless scrolling trying to find out what's going on in your world. We will have this delivered directly to you totally for free. Go to humanevents.com slash Poso. Sign up today. It's called the Poso Daily Brief. Read what I read for show prep. You will not regret it. Humanevents.com slash Poso. Totally free. The Poso Daily Brief. Donald Trump was arraigned on a New York Supreme Court indictment returned by a Manhattan grand jury on 34 felony counts of falsifying business records in the first degree. Under New York state law, it is a felony to falsify business records with intent to defraud and an intent to conceal another crime. That is exactly what this case is about. 34 false statements made to cover up other crimes. These are felony crimes in New York State, no matter who you are. We cannot and will not normalize serious criminal conduct. Um, What about what you saw inside the 34 counts and how they structured it as you look on the inside and as it became uh, aware, as you became aware of it, what was your take on the specifics? It was exactly as we expected, but what, what what really wasn't expected is they were going to hand down an indictment without specifying um, what these alleged underlying crimes were. So every single count in this indictment, all 34, the same thing, it would normally be a misdemeanor, falsified business records, which didn't happen, and that's going to be easy to prove, but it would be a misdemeanor. That would not be um, within the statute of limitations. We don't even know what the felonies in the statute of limitations, but the misdemeanor would be gone by years. So in order to make this a case that, that can survive a test of, of the, those statute of limitations, they had to bring this as a felony. And and so the way they they ramp up a misdemeanor false falsifying business records charge to a felony one is to say that it was with intent to defraud or intent to commit another crime made and conceal the commission of another crime. Right, of which course. is the New York law, but are they doing it crime was here. Are they doing they it to the federal are they doing it to the federal election law? Are they doing it to some other state New York law? What are they what are they doing? I mean if you read this indictment they could be doing it to a drunk driving case. I mean honestly that's how, how vague this thing is. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome on board today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is Wednesday, April fifth, twenty twenty three, Anno Domini. You know, I got a lot of people asking me, Poso, what do we do after the events of yesterday? Where do we go from here? What's happening? I'll tell you what's going to go on. You know how I know? Because in 2016, I was there at the tower in DC, all across the country, Cleveland. I was there. All throughout the administration, I was there. Every trial, every event, I've explained to you what's going on every step of the way. 2020, I was there. I was in Philly on election night, explaining to you what was going on on the ground, calling out the lies in real time from the steps of the art museum. And now here we are again, 2023. New York courthouse, 
and I was there. And many, many freedom-loving patriots were all there. And the question is, how do we go forward? I'll tell you how we go forward. We go forward by building the new American Republic. You know, I hear so many people saying, you know, I want to go back to the old Republic. I want to go back to the way of doing things in the past. I want to go to the way, remember we had the constitution and things just seemed to work so well and people would follow the rule of law. How does it work when you got a guy like Alvin Bragg who doesn't even understand the concept of the phrase rule of law? Who doesn't even understand abstract concepts like justice or fairness? He doesn't even have a clue what they mean. How does a guy as unimpressive and stupid, just dumb, as Alvin Bragg get into Harvard and then Harvard Law? I think we all know. And the Supreme Court has a case coming up later this year specifically on the question of Harvard and how they've been letting people into, into their school. So here's the thing, folks. When you've got people like Alvin Bragg, lawyers, judges, an entire class of people that don't look at law as if it's, as if it's the culmination of our civilization, they look at it as if it's just another tool to wield against their opponents. That's how you get activists in. That's how you get people that look to use the legal system, the criminal justice system as a cudgel against their opponents. And that's obviously what George Soros has done here by backing people like this. Great ROI, by the way, million bucks here, million bucks there. Buy yourself a prosecutor. Hey, it's great. Exactly the kind of thing that happens in Gotham City. So, of course, we see it happening in New York City. And that's an entire story unto itself. And we were, we were talking about that when I had Gavin Wax uh, and I was guest hosting for Charlie Kirk earlier this week on Monday, where you had this amazing city, this incredible city like New York. And how a guy like Donald Trump, way before he was president, years and years before, started investing back in New York in the 70s, rebuilding in the 80s. Giuliani comes in, in the 90s, starts cleaning everything up, brings back law and order. And suddenly they turn Manhattan into this amusement park, Times Square, into this amusement park that it is now. But suddenly the people that are running that same place are now turning against the very people that made it that way. Why? Out of politics. Out of fear of what happens if, quote, those people get back in power again. Well, I have a message to the Alvin Braggs and the George Soroses and the Biden family and all the, the Clinton family and the rest of them. We're coming back and we are coming back very, very soon. In fact, we are now sooner than ever to being back. And when we are back, we are going to remember how you acted. When you were in power, we're going to remember every single thing you did. So just wait. We'll be back very soon. Look, folks, every single day you see a news story in the news about someone who is the victim of a violent crime. Some of you think you're ready to defend yourself against evil. And the truth is, 
Probably not. That's only possible if you train and train often, but with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, along with gas, getting to the range isn't as easy or affordable as it used to be. Thankfully, there's a better way to train with your firearm in the comfort and privacy of your own home. It's called iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more. And even better, it costs less than a day at the range. Right now, save 10% plus free shipping with the promo code POSO when you go to itargetpro.com. When you get yours, simply download the iTarget app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start training. iTarget comes in most calibers, from 9mm to .223, so you can train with almost any firearm. This is the easiest and most cost-effective way to train, and it pays for itself in a single day. That's letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com, promo code POSO. With me. Right? What's wrong with you, bro? You're pitching me like an idiot. I will kill your. Get out of here. Get out of here. Oh, yeah? Come on. Bring your wrist and toss with me. I'm the one for you. So that was video recorded by producer Meech. It's played everywhere yesterday. I don't believe that Meech has uh, filed for any copyright claims or anything like that, but that was recorded from Meech reporting for Human Events Daily yesterday in the New York uh, Park, right outside the courthouse there, where what you're viewing is that's actually two reporters essentially going at it, where the guy with the boom microphone is, and again, we're told because we're still kind of in the fog of war on a lot of this, that he is a staffer, an employee for CBS News. And the independent journalist, the person that he's assaulting and screaming that he will kill, he said, I will kill you, is Oren Levi, who is an independent journalist who often tweets viral clips under the handle Viral News NYC. And this is, of course, we so we wrote it up over at Post Millennial, and, and as you can see, the large man is grabbing and shoving Levi while reportedly screaming, "Don't f with me!" The two men are separated. He he threatens him. He threatens to kill him. At that point, he returns. We're told with a member of the CVS crew, Roxana Sabiri, uh, who was also there. Now, this footage was caught on multiple. Um, you know, from from multiple angles, uh, Ford Fisher has an angle. There's other angles that Oren has been posting himself. A lot of people can see this. And what's very interesting is that and th there are some questions as to his identity. And we're I'm, I'm not going to say his name or the name that we think now because we haven't been able to independently verify it. But it seems this I mean, obviously, CBS knows who he is. He's an employee of theirs. But CBS News hasn't put out a statement on this whatsoever. So keep in mind that we were told that the patriots who were there, the conservatives who were there, the America first supporters who were there were going to be violent. We were told they were the ones who were going to be rabble rousers, called out Marjorie Taylor Greene and the rest of us called out by Mayor Eric Adams. He said, I heard a bunch of rabble rousers are coming to the city. I don't know why he's a Texas accent, but just go with it. 
I heard a bunch of rabble rousers were coming to the city to spread misinformation. Well, I'll tell you something. We don't take kindly to that in New York City. Really, you don't take kindly to that in a city where there's blood running through the streets because of the amount of murders are going up so bad. You know that, by the way, Eric, do you know that you're being being uh, compared to Dinkins at this point with the amount of homicides that are going on in your city? They're saying as bad as it was when Dinkins was in. That's how bad you are, Eric. But I'll tell you something else, Eric, you weren't there, Eric, yesterday, because you would have seen this and you would have seen that this was violence, not by any of any of the political protesters, believe it or not. And and I got to be I got to be honest. I was walking now to be clear. I did not go over. Right. I did not go over and get in the face of any of the Antifa guys there because I look, look, we got a situation on our hands. I got a job to do. I knew where I was going to be. If you want to come over and find me, come over and find me. But I was walking around all day. Uh, Crackhead Barbie or whatever her name is came up and asked me if I wanted to smell her diaper. So uh, that was interesting. That was a thing that happened. And by the way, Meech also filmed that because here's the thing about Meech and a lot of these, the new generation of culture warriors, the new generation of information warriors understand. It's something that I wrote about in my second book, 40 Warfare, and I explained the rules for a new generation of political warfare, was that you need to be filming everything when you are at this stuff. You need to be always rolling. So producer Meech had the wherewithal, and you can go follow him at Meech Memes. He had the wherewithal to have his camera in his hand, to turn it on and hit the record button because, and, and I'll just say it, I'll just say it. Meech flew all the way across the country from Phoenix, Arizona to New York city in order to cover this event, to produce the show, two show, well, all the shows that we did from there, not just two, everything that we were doing and also reported on it at the same time. Savannah Hernandez was on the other side of the park. But you have to understand that when you see something, you need to film something. It's not enough anymore to say, oh, I was there and I saw it. Look at Kyle Rittenhouse. You think Kyle Rittenhouse got off because of the law? You think Kyle Rittenhouse got off because of the media? No, he got off because independent media was there filming every single step he took that night in Kenosha. Because when Kyle Rittenhouse showed up, that's on footage. When Kyle Rittenhouse was being assaulted by that mob being chased down and they were trying to kill him, that's all on video. BG on the scene, Richie McGinnis, um, Julio Rojas, and of course our own Drew Hernandez were all there that night filming it, being able to give testimony later. The fact that it was all on film left the jury with no other option. They had to find him not guilty because they could see the truth with their own eyes. And that's because of independent journalists. So I would put producer Meech in that same category now because he went there, he filmed it, and he knew when to keep the camera rolling. Got a cool picture in the Daily Mail out of it too, by the way. As the parallel economy continues to grow, we've seen many conservative coffee companies come and go. And I, folks, I held off until I found one that I really liked. And I got to tell you, I am so happy about blackout coffee. It's not enough to simply taste great. 
You want to be proud to support a company knowing that they align with your conservative values. And that's why I'm telling you to give Blackout Coffee a try. I got to tell you something. We have it all the time. When I'm on the road, when I'm going up New York, squaring off with these people, coming back, you don't know what's going to happen. You're in these situations. You got to be fueled just right. So after I get my good night's sleep, then I go for my Blackout Coffee. And I'm proud to personally recommend Blackout Coffee. This is a coffee company 100% committed to conservative values from sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support and shipping. They've got an incredible work ethic and accept no compromise on taste or quality. So go to blackoutcoffee.com slash POSO. You can use promo code POSO. You will get your 20% off of your first order. Stop giving your money to woke companies that hate you. Stay true to our values. Folks, you got to start taking care of your liver now more than ever. Why? Because the latest data from the American Heart Association indicates that adults with fatty liver were 3.5 times more likely to have heart failure than those without. The American Liver Foundation says that 100 million Americans have fatty liver, which means many people are at risk. We throw everything in our livers, cholesterol, alcohol, toxins, Tylenol, statins, cigarettes. That's why so many of us have a sluggish fatty liver that makes us gain weight and lose energy. For decades now, your liver helped you with over 500 key functions every day. It's time you help your liver. There is a solution, Liver Health Formula. It's an all-natural supplement which contains 12 clinically proven botanicals that will help recharge and protect your liver. Manufactured right here in the USA and approved by American doctors. You can try Liver Health Formula and receive five free gifts when you order today. First, you'll receive a free bottle of nano-powered omega-3 to keep your heart healthy. You'll also receive Four free ebooks to support every aspect of your health. Try Liver Health Formula by going to getliverhelp.com/poso and claim your five free bonus gifts. That's getliverhelp.com/poso. And I never thought anything like this could happen in America. Never thought it could happen. The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. So what's interesting, looking at this case from a legal perspective, because now we have to actually turn to the law of this. And and D.A. Alvin Bragg, the uh, idiot that he is, Fat Alvin, has really done it. And and it's amazing because you can actually see that even on the left, uh, Andy McCabe, remember him, the disgraced Andy McCabe fired from the FBI by Trump. Even he was saying that he was disappointed by this case because CNN had been hyping this thing up all day, saying there was a smoking gun. There was a secret. They were trying to actually say that there was a secret indictment, something that was going to come out some piece of a smoking gun that would even be far beyond what we knew. You know, Bill Maher and Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears had an exchange on Bill Maher's show about this over the weekend where Bill Maher was saying, you know, what he was asking her, what are your comments on the indictment? And Winsome Sears, Lieutenant Governor, very pathetic showing on her part, as a matter of fact, very weak, very, uh, very cautious, very timid, um, terrified, honestly, is how I'd, I would describe her in that in this, because she says, well, I'm not sure, but I think we need to wait and see. And even Bill Maher takes umbrage at that. And he says, what do you mean? Wait and see. We kind of know what the indictments are going to be. This has all been reported. And Winsome Sears, she's another one of these just 
and and I'm sorry, it's, it breaks your heart and, and the establishment will do this every time. She just says, oh, let's wait and see. I'm not really sure what it's going to be, what's going to be in there. CNN, you know, and she's playing into this narrative that there might be another shoe to drop, that CNN might have something. And I'm sorry, but this type of loser mindset is why conservatives have lost for so many years in this country. You can win elections, but you lose the country on the ground because you don't say wait and see. You don't play along with these idiots and their silly games of there being a secret smoking gun. They have nothing. This is all hype. Look at that guy, Alvin Bragg. The only thing that can that guy can hide from himself is I'm not going to say it, but there's probably something very close to him that he hasn't seen in a very long time. So we've got people we've got people from on the right. People are not even necessarily Trump supporters, both Jonathan Turley and Andy McCarthy saying, look at this in The New York Post. Bragg's case against Trump is utterly incoherent. Alvin Bragg alleges that Donald Trump defrauded voters into electing him president on November 8th, 2016. Alvin Bragg also alleges that the first crime Donald Trump committed occurred on February 14th, 2017. Are you seeing the problem here? There may not be enough space in the megaverse to describe the sundry flaws, this is from McCarthy, in the Manhattan District Attorney's indictment against the former president of the United States. It fails, despite the 34 counts, to even state a crime. In fact, the crimes that it seemed to be counted here are time barred under, they're beyond the statute of limitations. Bragg is attempting to enforce either federal election laws that a state prosecutor lacks jurisdiction to enforce, or state election laws that do not apply to U.S. federal elections. The indictment is utterly incoherent. Uh, Bragg deduces that Trump was a thief who stole the election by sinister fraudulent schemes. The scheme Bragg accuses Trump of carrying out prior to the 2016 election are non-disclosure agreements, hush money deals to silence people who were otherwise poised to reveal information that would have damaged him politically. Yet there's nothing illegal of NDAs. They're a staple of civil litigation and private negotiations. And while some of the underlying uh, information, if revealed, uh, presumably would have portrayed President Trump in an unsavory way, none of that information in and of itself involved illegal activity. In fact, to the extent anyone was on the edge of a crime, it would be the crime of blackmail and Trump being the victim of said, said crime because these NDAs happened while people were making extortion threats to humiliate him if they did not get their paydays. People like Stormy Daniels, people like Karen McDougal and all of these others that come around, they are the ones running. Cause every time Stormy Daniels runs out of money, what's she going to do? She's going to go and try to squeeze Trump. She's going to go try to squeeze him. Now I'm not saying, I'm not saying that what she says is true, but what I am saying is she knew that she had a card to play and she's going to play it for all it's worth. And folks, that's why you don't let people like that into your orbit. And then, so so Bragg, again, he knows that none of this is crimes, so he's making up crimes to fit his fever dream of a stolen election in 2016. By taking a single transaction, Trump's reimbursement to Michael Cohen of the 130000 Cohen paid to Stormy Daniels, 
um, and slicing it into 34 transactions, which it wasn't, each of which he brands a felony. Uh, he's got this like this crazy flow chart up there. And and we're looking through it. The, no one was actually harmed by this. Obviously, there's no there's no victim of this crime. They're they're talking about bookkeeping, uh, and then again, we're also told that the payments didn't occur until February 14th through December 5th, meaning after the election. So he's got no jurisdiction. It would the it would be the FEC that would have jurisdiction. Yet they passed on this. It don't pass the test. Alvin Bragg, guys, we read this the right way last week. Bragg couldn't get this past the grand jury. They were going to fold it in. And then you know what happened? A little thing called Nashville. And not just a little thing. And I don't mean to make a light of that. A massive thing. The massacre of innocent Christian children in Nashville, Tennessee, America's heartland. By a crazed transgender leftist and suddenly they had to change the narrative and suddenly just like that magically overnight da alvin bragg finds the votes not the first time someone magically found votes in new york city and the indictment comes through right as we were told everybody was going to be leaving for a month because the indictment makes no sense and even lawyers are pointing out it makes no sense. And this judge, now we know this guy's a liberal. He's going to let it go for it. He should throw it out. This case will be overturned on appeal. Alan Dershowitz has said as much on Charlie Kirk earlier today. And so what are we to make of this? It's simple. They have nothing. They're trying to stop the people of this country from taking back power and they are using any means at their disposal. You're being told you're not allowed to think these things or like these people. Well, you know what? We can see you, Alvin. In fact, it's hard to miss you. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.